Hello, this is Josh Gondelman. No, I'm sorry, I'm Josh Gondelman, and this is Make My Day, a comedy game show. The world is a stressful place to be, so every week we try to make it a little nicer for about half an hour. I play a game with a team of guests, or just one guest, but this week it's a team, and they're guaranteed to win because they're competing together. Uh, I assign points as we play our game based on how much their answers cheer me up, and then the winner, who is, again, the only guest or team of guests, wins a $100 donation to the cause or charity of their choice. Plus, at the end, we each give a pep talk to someone or something or a group that we think needs it this week, because this isn't all about me. It's just mostly about me. My guests today, I am so delighted to have them here. One guest is the host, the co-host of the Couples Therapy Podcast and the brand new I Love a Lifetime movie podcast, Naomi Perrigan. My other guest is a TV producer who you may know from her work on Barry on HBO and the editor of the brand new book, Notes from the Bathroom Line, which contains writing from 150 of the funniest women on planet Earth, Amy Solomon. And, and Naomi also contributed to the book. That's why they're here <laughs> together. Yeah. Uh, those are the intros. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Josh. Thank, Thank you, you for having us in this safe space. Thank, well, thank you for for considering it safe. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. Welcome. How are, how are you both doing? I'm okay. You're okay, Amy. Yeah. You're okay. Did you do your big Trader Joe's run? How often does that happen? We did not do a Trader Joe's run. Trader Joe's happens every six to eight weeks. Okay. And we're definitely on the line right now. Like, it's time to get in there. But you know what? Sometimes you just don't have the energy. You don't have the energy to go all in. So I haven't. What sustains you for six to eight weeks? Like, what are your trade? Obviously, it's not like, well, we get avocados and <laughs> half a banana. <laughs> um. Eight boxes of vanilla almond, just the cluster cereal. <laughs> Four shelf-stable <laughs> almond milks. <laughs> I would say one dozen eggs, sometimes one and a half, if I know I'm going to do something jazzy. Mm-hmm. Two pizza doughs, both frozen. Frozen, mm-hmm. Joshua. <laughs> and then may I introduce you to an array of sauces, all right? You're going to be putting those sauces on pasta. You're going to be putting those sauces on a sandwich. Those sauces are going to jazz up the everyday. Amy, how are you keeping your mealtimes jazzy? I don't know that they're that jazzy, if we're being (laughs) honest. What's the jazziest thing you've eaten in the past week? Hmm... My boyfriend's gotten really into jazz and toast up as best he can. So he has various stages of toast he goes through throughout the day. So <laughs> stages of toast? Stages of toast. So there will be like mm-hmm. an avocado toast situation. Then sometimes at like 11.30 p.m. you'll hear the microwave and I'll be like, what's going on in there? And he likes to put butter and then chocolate chips and cinnamon and powdered sugar on a slice of toast. I'm sorry. I have so many questions, Amy. Um, yeah, is me too. Is the bread going in the microwave? Yes, That was yes, one yes. of the questions. I, so you're going to end up with like a moist toast. No. Very. No, no, That's Amy. That's for you. I, I've never met the man, but as someone who loves carbohydrates and late night eating, let me tell him right now, okay? You want to put those butters? You want to put those chalk chips in a tiny little glass bowl, honey? You're going to put that in a bowl, then you microwave it. Then you got a soft spread. Halfway through, you're going to want to stir it. Then you got a soft spread. Then you put it on top of your toasty bread. 
All right, yeah. I might need to connect you directly to Greg because he's pretty committed. <laughs> it's going to be on the like, podcast. Just make Greg listen to the podcast. Hundred percent. And any Gregs out there who've been microwaving their toast like perverts, yeah. <laughs> heed Naomi's words. Hear that, Greg? You're a toast pervert. A toast, a toast perv. Yeah. <laughs> but that's about as jazzy as we get. So there you go. Perfect. Well, various levels of jazz. That's all right. We're here to make my day, and we're going to do it with our game that we'll start now. Our game today is called Waiting for To Go, spelled T-O-G-O-T, like Godot, because if you spell it T-O-G-O, it's just waiting for Togo. (laughs) (laughs) I realized that when I stopped after the second O when I tried to write it. (laughs) Waiting for To Go. In honor of the launch of Notes from the Bathroom Line, again, the humor collection that Naomi contributed to, that Amy edited, so funny, and out now. Today's game will consist of questions about public bathrooms and the lines to get into them. I will score your answers according to your creativity, accuracy, and of course, as always, how much they delight me specifically. Amy and Naomi, are you ready to play Waiting for To Go? Yeah. Absolutely. Let's do it. Perfect. Let's start here. First question. Other than the primary stated use of a public restroom, what is the most important function it serves? I think when you got to write a poem on the wall. Oh, yeah. There's yes. not a lot of opportunity for that. And I do feel sometimes it's just exploding forth. And you have to express yourself. <laughs> and you have to bring a Sharpie with you somehow. I mean, I've never done it. But I do feel that's one of the only places it's encouraged. Do you have a favorite bathroom wall poem you've ever read? Hmm. Or is it just you're a fan of the the ambiance that it creates? Yeah, just of the form of expression, you know? That's I think beautiful. and it's so permanent. Like mm. you you've never seen that be covered up. No. Like but they've just given up once that's up there. It's like, yeah. okay, this is what this bathroom is now. It's like this this stall belongs to the poet now. Yeah. <laughs> this is a great answer. We're we're coming out of the gate very strong. Naomi, what do you feel is the most important use of a of a public restroom other than obvi- the obvious stated ones? It's so funny because, you know, you wanted answers that would make you feel good, but you know that's not what I do, Joshua. That's, so look, you're, I, you're being in your presence and hearing your truth makes me feel good. Seriously. I believe the most important use for a bathroom, other than its stated purposes, is for stealing yourself, gathering yourself emotionally. Mm-hmm. A bathroom is a place you can go, honey, to get it together. You can get it together, whether you are picking something out of your teeth, splashing water on your face, or giving yourself a pep talk in the mirror. The bathroom is where you can be reborn. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah. And you kind of leave like a like a damp-faced phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get those ashes off, you know? You got to just get some water on your face. Yeah. Uh, these are great answers. Getting it together and Letting it all out, right? The, with poetry, mm-hmm. letting your expression out, pulling your yourself together—that's the duality of a public yes. bathroom, yes. and that is worth 180 points total. The first three digits of 1800, which numbers that you often find written on a bathroom <laughs> stall. Perfect. 1800. So 180, 180 points for the first question. Next question. In general, nobody prefers to wait to use the restroom, right? Like, you don't go to get in line to camp out. It's not Star Wars. 
Uh, you don't show up the night before. You go when you need to use it. But what is one instance where it's like better, more convenient, more encouraging to ha- for there to be a line than no line? Well, I love it. If I'm going to the restroom as a means of extricating myself from discomfort, honey, if I am having dinner with somebody I really don't want to talk oh, to, yeah. if I am bored to death, shout out to HBO. And... <laughs> If I are you I'm sure they're listening. Are you sponsored by long canceled HBO <laughs> dramedy Born to Death? I am sponsored by HBO Max, where you can stream all of these old programs. <laughs> <laughs> but I I love it, honey. A line, you gotta make sure to bring your phone though. You know, yes. like if you're like, I gotta go to the bathroom. Yeah. And then you bring your phone. Ooh, ooh, tuck right into that line. Lean, lean against the wall, baby. <laughs> That's perfect. Like traffic when you're on the way to somewhere you don't really want to go. Yep. (laughs) Perfect. I love this. Amy. Okay. So remember when we used to go to concerts? Yes. And I don't know. Okay. This is very, very OCD of me. But I would look up the – if you're going to Taylor Swift or Beyonce or somebody big, I would look up the set list just to know Mm. what you're getting into because you want to start to leave a couple songs before the end, blah, blah, blah. Very smart. Thank you. If I was taught anything by my Jewish parents, it's get out. Before, before the traffic. Gotta get out yeah. early. Exactly. <laughs> Gotta get out early. Um, <laughs> Whether so, it's Taylor Swift, Poland, you, the <laughs> Jews leave. You want to leave early. <laughs> oh, boy. But then you have to make a decision about what song you're going to pee during, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I really love when everyone else has also deemed that the worst song. <laughs> <laughs> So you're like, okay, this is the one I'm willing to miss. And as you head out, I'm imagining the Rose Bowl because that's where I saw Taylor Swift and Beyonce. But you're heading to the bathrooms and so is everybody else. (laughs) That's so funny. Just that kind of worst song solidarity. Yes, and you're like, okay, I made the right decision. They agree. We're all missing it together. Right, they validated your taste. It wasn't like you left and everyone's like how people are judging you like, oh, she's going to be during Love Story or Countdown (laughs) or whatever Taylor Swift or Beyonce Okay, let's be clear. I would never pee during Love Story, but fair. (laughs) This is a great answer. Both great answers. 89 points for Taylor Swift's iconic album, 1989, and an additional 180 points for Naomi's idea of kind of taking some time and give your night a 180, right? Take it in the opposite direction. Reset. I love it. Next question. What is the best go-to opening small talk question or statement for when you're bored waiting in a long line, right? Like you're mm. you're you're at a concert, you're at a restaurant and there's a long line and you've you've scrolled to the end of Instagram. What do you say to the person next to you? Or what do you want them to say to you? Okay. I love knowing what people's parents do for Ooh. a living. Uh, now that I'm saying it out loud. Out the gate. Uh- <laughs> That is okay. so intimate. <laughs> now that I'm saying it, th- okay, that's my general life. Like, if what do you, your parents do? <laughs> Amy, if you are on a date, let's say, and you ask someone in the line for the bathroom what their parents do for a living, you're now on a date with that person instead. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I didn't think it through so good, but I do think that's a good question. I it's just a great love question. It. It's a great question. If you can figure out how to answer that and not seem like a full sociopath, I think yeah. it's, I think it cuts deep quickly. <laughs> right, right. You cut through the noise. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, mine, you know, you're waiting in line. It's like, you know, whole thing. You're like, what's she doing, giving birth in there? I will not raise this bathroom baby. 
I will not raise this bathroom baby. And then if they laugh, then it's going to be fun. Oh, that's great. It's just a little, a little like yeah. a go testing the waters joke. Exactly, exactly. And it's like, you know, you don't, I'm not, I never want to insinuate that someone is number twoing, but I'm no. very ready to insinuate someone is in labor. Yeah. <laughs> so that's S- it. Statistically, far less likely. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, these, these are great answers. This answer is worth 164 points. That's for the number of minutes of like relatively quick labor. <laughs> That's a real quick labor. Yeah, just that like is literally, boom, boom, boom. You yeah. come out with the with the foot dangling. Yeah, okay, <laughs> you, come, yeah, like, yeah. you come into the hospital, you're halfway there. Next question. Picture this. <laughs> you're drying your hands, getting ready to leave the bathroom. A woman you've never met before approaches you and gives you a compliment. What's like the best compliment a stranger could offer? Oh, I'll tell you one that I loved. Yes. Once. This is so long ago though. And it's more of, I think it's like the slang. So I was in Australia. You know, I lived there briefly. And this like, this like very cool Australian woman was like, oh, love your work. And it was like what she kind of meant, I think. Like the way they would use it is like, love your style or, like, your look yeah. or whatever. But I love that because it also implies that person knows my oeuvre. Yep. And just also complimenting me on that. But I was like, that's such a fun thing to say. Someone's like, love your work. It's, like, the whole thing. That's and I'm like, cheap. I'm trying to, like, bring that into America. This is a great answer. I feel better having heard it. That's 200 points right there. Absolutely. Thank God. You know, I only like it when the numbers end at zero. I didn't know that. Okay, I'll make a concerted effort going forward. <laughs> Thank you so much. You're going to curse him forever with that. Josh is really good. He's a white man who can take feedback. And that's I what I love. Feedback. So rare. I'm here to listen. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I ask the questions. <laughs> Next question. What is a product or amenity that you've never or rarely seen in a public restroom that you think should be available in most or all public restrooms? Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I would love to just... Hose it down. You know. Can you elaborate on hose it down? <laughs> okay, so if there were a hose, uh-huh. okay, okay uh-huh. this is an issue with women. Uh, it's a little bit more specific to women, but there's a, okay. an issue where women are like, I don't want to touch that seat with my butt, so I'm going to mm-hmm. sort of hover. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. The hovering doesn't work. It just gets places. So then the next woman has to come in, and it's you don't want to touch it with your butt. Because yep. her pee's all over it. Correct. Mm-hmm. So if you could just sort of hose it down. Hose the seat down? Yeah, yeah. Or oh. just like the whole sort of place. Okay, hose down. The, <laughs> I was When you said hose it down, I thought you truly thought you meant you wanted to go into the bathroom and get hosed down. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, that's so inconvenient. <laughs> I was. <laughs> The full body experience of the bathroom. No, no, no. I want to get into the stall, close the door, hose it down. Hose the stall. You're right. Just hose okay. the stall yeah. down. So sorry. That is a great answer. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. That's interesting. However, you know if the seat is hosed down, then what's the drying thing? Because then it's just gonna be still going to be wet from when you hosed it down, Amy. At least you know that's hose water, right? But it's still getting your butt wet. And then <laughs> yeah, when I yeah, pull yeah. out my jeans and I have a damp booty... <laughs> Right, from and the hose water. She hosed it down. <laughs> right, she hosed it down. This wasn't me, I hosed it down. Exactly. <laughs> oh my God. There are holes in it, but I think ultimately it could be good. I think this is a good starting point. Thank you. 
You know what I think? And you you see them only like, never like in a restroom, but certainly like I remember like going to parties, like bar mitzvahs, whatever. I think public restrooms should have cheapy, thin, like flip flops or flats. You should be able to switch into a comfy shoe. You know what I mean? You're at a dinner party. You're trying to be cute, but then you you hit a wall. You hit a wall, and they should be cheap. You know what I mean? Like they obviously, I don't want them. I don't want this bathroom going bankrupt. (laughs) But I just would love just like a little like bin of little shoes. You take it. You do not bring it back. How dare you? And that's that. When a wedding has those or a bar mitzvah, I went to a 60th birthday party that has had those. That's the best. It's the best. best. In honor of. Barn by Mitzvahs, B'nai Mitzvahs. Uh, we're going to go 130 points for this answer. <laughs> Love it. For the Love 13 it. years Love of age it. that at, at which yeah. a boy becomes a man. Has to apply and has to end at a zero to make Naomi happy. Next question. Who is one celebrity that if you saw them insufficiently washing their hands as they were leaving, you'd be like, I knew it. Oh, wait. Ooh. Or you can answer this. If you see them washing their hands really thoroughly, you'd be like, mm. I figured. Mm. Mm. Either way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So interesting. The insufficiently mm-hmm. to me is very clearly Mitch McConnell. <laughs> Have you seen mm-hmm. his hands? Disgusting. They mm-hmm. died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. flesh like, is dead. Years ago. Yeah. <laughs> years ago. It's unbelievable. Okay, who okay, so you'll said who you know will like would never have washed their hands. You know who I would imagine if I saw them washing their hands very thoroughly and was like, of course. Octavia Spencer. Mm. Tell me more about that. Don't you think? Octavia, to me, you know, she is fastidious. She is a professional. Mm -hmm. She thinks everyone else is dirty, probably. Do you know (laughs) what I mean? Because, like, she's out in the world having to interact, and I bet so many people come up to her, like, you know, wanting to be close, you know, in the before times. And she strikes me as somebody who would really be like, I am not trying to get the flu from this random. Yes. (laughs) And she is giving you scrubbing under the nails, honey. She's setting boundaries. Yes. She's she's yes. treating her body with respect. <laughs> I've heard Agreed. of it. Yeah. A, a great answer. 100 points for that answer. I love it. I love it. Next question. If you could stand in a bathroom line next to one person from any point in history, living or dead, mm-hmm. who would you choose? Living in L.A., you tend to see people you recognize. I don't like to say anything. Mm-hmm. I, I don't like to bother people. But the best person to bother is, like, someone who doesn't get recognized. Who is mm. Who is famous but just doesn't get that, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I love to go up to an author and be like, <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So I, I accidentally let Susan Orlean walk by me and I didn't say anything. And Ooh. I love, I mean, I guess she's a little bit more recognizable than some authors, but I was, I walked past Susan Orlean, I didn't say anything, and I was holding an LA Public Library tote bag. Oh my God. That's, that's the one. end. Ugh. So <laughs> I would like to, to redeem myself and stand next to her. Okay. And this is great. This isn't like particularly, like, this is basic, but I would like to talk to Michelle Obama. And that's yeah. like there's something about being in a bathroom line where I can really kind of get be- beneath the veneer. Do you know what I mean? And just yeah. be like, girl, girl. Ask her what her parents girl. did. She would call Secret Service immediately. What are you saying, Amy? <laughs> I could not open with that to Michelle Obama. It would literally be like, mm. Are you trying to steal my bank password? Do you think this is my security question? <laughs> a great answer. This, oh, gosh. 
I, I think they're both so good. And both authors as well. So True. this this fits Amy's loophole too, and that you can approach an author <laughs> even if she's Michelle Obama. I will I'll go this answer is gonna be worth a hundred and seventy points, which is just the, the total number of chapters I imagine in the books combined written by Michelle Obama <laughs> and Susan Marlene. Absolutely. Uh final question. Wow. Well, when it's safe to be in enclosed spaces with people again, which events, bathroom line, are you most looking forward to standing in? The one that has the best vibes, or at least least not looking forward to standing in, even if it's not going to be a pleasure. The one that you're like, oh, I'm kind of nostalgic for this line. A birthday party at like a restaurant that has a bar adjacent. Do you see what I'm saying? Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's very specific because I'm not like so desperate to sit at a table in a restaurant, but I am so desperate to gather at a place with friends where there are like apps, you know? Yes. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. I'd do it. I'd do it. I'd stand in that line. <laughs> oh my God. It could smell so bad too. It could. And I would stay there. I love that. That's a great, I, I think that's a, an ethos that projects Comfort and confidence and puts people at ease. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Amy, did you have a, uh, an answer? So in the before times, yes. I had season tickets to the Amundsen Theater in downtown LA, which is a lovely mm-hmm. theater that does, you know, like the touring stuff comes. Like, Sure. You've got a lot of culture in Los Angeles. Very good. <laughs> I live here too. I know. I'll bring you. Um, But we got, like, the cheapest one. So it was always a Tuesday night. I think that was the cheapest. And it was us and the oldest people alive. And it was heaven. I mean, it was, you could not hear the play because everyone was coughing the whole time. (laughs) But that bathroom line was just the sweetest ladies. And they would be looking at me like, how did you get here? <laughs> oh. I love them. I miss them. That's beautiful. This yeah. this answer is it's choking me up a little bit. This one will be worth 120 points, which is I think like a good size capacity for like a black box theater. Sure. I love that. I love that. It's smaller than the one you're talking about, but I think that's like a cozy intimate venue that it reminded me of. That is the end of our game of Waiting for To Go. Your total combined score is 1,333 points. That is the highest all-time score in Make My Day history. How do you feel? I feel alive. I feel alive. I'm so glad. As the champions of this week's show, you each win a $100 contribution or donation to the cause of your choice. It can be the same place or two different places. Where will the money be going? I'm going to do this amazing place, End Street Village, which is in Washington, D.C., and it's this network of women shelters that um, empowers low-income women, and my mom works for it and does amazing work. That's really like great. Yeah. And I'll put, I'll put the information for that on the show's social media if people want to donate. That's a great cause. And Naomi? I would love my money to go to SELA, which is a local organization out here in L.A. that works to provide our unhoused neighbors with, you know, resources. Practical resources and, you know, emotional. They're awesome. It's such a wonderful cause. It's come up on the show a couple of times before. I'm always, mm-hmm. like, really excited when people shout it out. That's wonderful. And, and that will also be on the show's social media, in the show notes. And finally, our regularly scheduled pep talks. We'll each give a pep talk to a person or a group that we think might need it right now. 
this is for more of the future than right now, actually. Mm -hmm, this mm -hmm. is for someone who's worried they clogged the toilet at a party. First of all, let's take a moment to appreciate parties. Being in someone's home full of friends and cool strangers and other weird strangers that you look at and you're like, what the heck is that guy's deal? And using the bathroom of someone you might not even know, exhilarating. It's early 21 while I'm recording this, and that scenario feels like a beautiful dream from the past. To have returned there someday and to get to return there someday, what a joy. But back to the matter at hand. The water is rising, or at least it's not draining. And sure, it's technically your fault, but it could happen to anyone. We're all just hunks of organic matter that have to ingest and expel other organic matter just to keep existing. And we're at the mercy of our metabolism and the molecular composition of whatever cheap pizza we threw in our food tubes on the way to the thing because we were running late from a different thing, as well as the power of a stranger's plumbing. We're all those forces acting upon us. And honestly, if someone throws a party and doesn't have a plunger readily available, that is squarely on them. These things happen. Everyone understands. We've all been there before. In this circumstance, like so many others, you're better off dealing with the problem head on than hoping it goes away on its own. Go out there, find the host. If there's no plunger there, tell them you think you clogged their toilet. They won't hold it against you. They know, they've been there. This is the price we pay for getting to be around people. This embarrassment, this awkwardness, this discomfort. And just saying it now, I almost miss it. Thank wow. You. That was gorgeous. Beautiful. Thank you. That was gorgeous. Naomi and Amy, the floor is yours for pep talks. I was, you know, I was also keeping in bathroom theme. Mm -hmm. um, you said clog. This is adjacent. I'm sorry, but this is what I have, okay? No, this is, I think that's wonderful. We'll stay in this world. This is a pep talk for the person who has a nervous stomach and thinks they're going to poop their pants, you yeah. know, because they're nervous about something. And that feeling of like, I don't know, I don't... Listen to me. I said, listen to me. You don't have to actually poop, okay? What's <laughs> happening is you're a bundle of nerves. You are stressed out. And the fact is, what you need to do is relax. And I know, I know, you think, well, if I relax, won't my butthole open? No, no. When you relax, your heart opens. Okay? And you are going to realize that nothing is going to happen that you can't control. You're in more control than you think. And why don't we, instead of thinking we might poop our pants, let's recalibrate and say, wow, is this what butterflies in my stomach feels like? Because that's what it could be. You know, nervous and excited are very similar. You're excited. This is a new frontier. It's a large crowd. You know, whatever it is, you can rise to this occasion. And I promise you that even if you were to accidentally poop your pants, you would become <laughs> everyone's favorite person. I'm just gonna tell you that right now. Because first of all, you give everyone a memory that they will never forget. And you are humanized. You are humanized in that moment. So what I'm saying is nothing can really go wrong because you are the best. That's incredible. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. I love that. And Amy, your pep talk, please bring us There's on. nothing worse in the world than following Naomi Ekperigan, the funniest <laughs> woman alive. I want to give, okay, this is another future one because this doesn't exist right now, but I'd like to give a pep talk to bathroom attendants. Mm. If you're a bathroom attendant, I love you. I don't know why you have this job at certain locales and not at other locales, but it's so important to not think about that and just think about how special you are because this isn't everywhere. You don't often go to the bathroom and get a hand of the Tootsie Roll. 
And not you don't encounter Tootsie Rolls that often just in your life generally, besides like Halloween and bathroom attendance. And you're not gonna probably eat that Tootsie Roll because it's like a fart Tootsie Roll. Mm -hmm. But it's beautiful and everyone loves you and your little jars are so cute. And I just wish you all the best and you can do it. That's wonderful. <laughs> just two virtuoso pep talks on theme. I feel amazing. Thank you for, for doing this. Thank you for being here. That's been the show. I, I'm Josh Gondelman. This is Make My Day. Thank you to this week's champions, Naomi Paragon and Amy Solomon. Naomi and Amy, where can people find you and your work? Just visit me on Instagram at Blacktress Comedy. Spelled the way you think it's spelled. <laughs> That's the only one I can keep up with, okay? I can't keep up with the other sites. Don't ask me. <laughs> And listen to Naomi's podcasts. Listen to Couples Therapy and I Love a Lifetime movie. Hey. Yeah. And then I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Amy Beth Saul. And you can order notes from the bathroom line wherever, but also notesfromthebathroomline.com is a really easy little hub for that shit. And I do recommend following Amy on Instagram because she does have two dogs, one of which is like a shaggy pit bull with a mm -hmm. full mane of hair. I mean... Josh and Naomi, two of my favorite dog Instagram presences as well. Thank you so much. Mabel and Busy. An incredible. Absolute queens. This two is old ladies. That I like to hear. Yeah. <laughs> um, thank you so much. Once again, uh, this week's charities are End Street Village and Sila. I'll have the information available if people want to donate. If you have your own answers to today's game of Waiting for it To Go, tweet them at me at, at Josh Gondelman or at Make My Day Pod. And that's the show. Make My Day is a Radio Point production produced by Houston Snyder and Naomi Steinberg. Recorded and edited by Kat Iosa. Executive produced by Alex Bach, Rich Corson, and Daniel Powell. If you like the show, please rate and review it as highly as your conscience allows. A five-star review really helps. We'll be back next week. Until then, have several nice days. 